Spencer wants to know is brought to you by Canadian Content Regulations. <laughs> and this is a very special edition of Spencer wants to know from the psychiatric unit. <laughs> yes, Spencer's been in a psychiatric unit for uh, uh, almost a week now, right? Oh yeah. Oh. Today's getting, today's Sunday. Get in there. Get in oh, there. it's. It's Sunday. <laughs> and you went in on Monday, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, um, but uh, get in the help that I need, supposedly. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's been interesting, you know, yeah. having this happen. One of the big things too is it's been ten years since I've like been in a hospital. Yeah, we've sort of, in our trailer for the whole show, we you talked about being in a mental hospital as a teenager, but we've never really discussed it, right? Yeah. And now, uh, well, 10 years later, it was your 25th birthday on Tuesday, and you're back in. <laughs> yeah. Like a high school and, reunion. And, and, and in a way, it does feel a little bit like high school or camp, even though everyone's all different ages, because y you're just all living together now mm -hmm. and you know, there are quite there's young people and very old people as well right you were telling me yeah yeah like up to 82 years old wow and uh. I, I want to be interesting with what i'm saying <coughs> but i'm choking on my cereal what kind of cereal <laughs> they give you cheerios it's my favorite meal oh okay oh man well, describing it like a high school, and I said that our show today is brought to you by Canadian Content Regulations. If you're not from Canada, uh, we have certain rules that our TV networks, our radio stations, they have to play a certain percentage of Canadian artists, and that's because, I guess, uh, if we didn't have these laws, Canadians would be mostly indifferent to our own cultural products we make, for the most part. So we have these laws in Canada to encourage, I guess, a Canadian art scene of some kind. Yeah. And oh, and, but, but we're talking about Degrassi. We're talking about a famous <laughs> Canadian <laughs> television show. That's our subject today. I, I forget where I'm going. But yeah, we're talking about Degrassi. <laughs> okay, Degrassi. And um, also, I was just going to add probably the law to just make it so that Canadian artists can work or like that, you know. Yeah. There's also like actual work that can be done here in Canada as well. Yeah. Well, I guess the U.S. is such like a huge cultural monolith and they have more money. So <laughs> I guess if we were given the choice, we would only watch U.S. television and listen to U.S. music. Who knows, though? Yeah, so basically the reason I'm here is because um, if you've been listening to the podcast, you probably heard my self-esteem just going down and down and down and down and it went pretty far and then in turn I supposedly <laughs> am depressed uh, yeah I guess you're I, going I'm through an extreme depression I, I'm in a depressed acute depression but it's hard for me to mm, accept that because I've just always so um, 
I felt so connected with Borderline for so long, so the mm-hmm. idea of, like, something on top of it kind of confuses me, or just, you know, how I, my stable sense of self, my self-view is already kind of confusing, mm-hmm. but, like, when I read the symptoms of depression, like, losing interest in things, pushing things away, you know, having issues talking, all that stuff, I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I, I'm having that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying medication for the first time. And how's well. that? How's that going? Well, the antidepressant, I felt like it wasn't working mm-hmm. for a very long time, and then they added another medication, and uh, the first two days, like I felt like it was kicking in. I and you even noticed, like I felt like my old self, like my eyes were pretty dilated. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it's making it really hard for me to sleep, mm-hmm. and there are quite a lot of um, side effects. <laughs> and now I'm already like, I don't want to. Can we not be taking it? But then you're here, and and it's like <laughs> you want to leave, so you have to be careful with what you say. <laughs> yeah, and it's Sorry. also the long weekend, so you won't be seeing a doctor again until. Tuesday, right? Tuesday. To discuss the medication and the possibility of, of being allowed to go home. Yes. It, but it has been it has been six weeks of feeling extremely depressed and a lot of extreme self-hatred, right? Yes. So I think that's why it was kind of shocking to see this one kind of medication make such a huge difference in you, but that could be maybe the security of being in a hospital as well and taking a pause from, like... Uh, the stresses of daily life a bit maybe gave you a boost I don't know yeah but I feel like I have been taking a pause from the stresses of life but I guess it's been at the house or at the apartment and you know it's coming back (sighs) but I guess we'll see so that's kind of like where I am and I would like to uh, you know share more about my experience here probably when I'm out yeah well, th- th- thank you for sharing that, you know, and our, our topic, uh, our today, Degrassi, famous Canadian TV show, they didn't shy away from many difficult subjects, right? Yeah, I but, shook my head up and down. <laughs> okay, but do you know, do you know anything about Degrassi? Uh, yeah, a lot. Uh, Drake was on it. But you said, you told me earlier, you, you only seen one episode, right? Oh, Yes, like I, I, I would flip through channels here and there and uh, sometimes see Degrassi on for a moment, but I uh, n- never ever really watched it. But uh, we recently saw a show which I believe had a main character from your time of Degrassi that you watched. From Degrassi, yeah, we saw a Boy Falls from the Sky at, at Mervish, the local like theater production company in Toronto, and it's kind of a solo show by... Jake Epstein, who played Craig on Degrassi, The Next Generation, and then had a career on Broadway, and now he's back doing a solo show about his ups and downs of being on Broadway. In the very steep Royal Alexandra Theatre, right? (laughs) That was scary. Oh my gosh, yeah, we were so high up. You feel like you're going to, like, fall, topple over. Like you're on a sheer cliff face or something. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also... Yeah, like, a a lot of the show is about, like, challenges he's faced or, you know, moments in his career that could be kind of, like, 
embarrassing in different ways. Yeah, and anxiety and um, inability to perform on stage sometimes, right? Yeah, or just like like he was in Green Day and like he was like touring and then they were like, oh, your voice sounds too pretty. So he like had to rasp up his voice and he hurt his voice pretty bad to do that. Oh, I didn't but, tell you um, this, Spencer. Yeah. Because after seeing the show, I read a couple of reviews and when we saw the show, there was a moment where his mic stopped working and then I guess the sound technician kind of awkwardly in the middle of him singing came out to put like a new headset mic on him and the crowd was lapping it up. They were loving it. It's like, <gasps> wow, a real mistake. But then, oh, no. But then I read one review no. from like two months ago that mentions a moment with a mic problem was handled very funnily, you know, like, and I was like, oh my God, <gasps> was he even that staged? Did Jake Epstein oh. lie to us? I don't know. Oh my gosh, because I was just about to say, like, that was very on brand. I don't have proof. I just have this review that mentions a very similar moment that we thought was real, that was potentially staged, this, like, microphone uh, snafu. Well, there's someone else I know who saw the show, so I'll ask them and find out. Okay, and then maybe we'll expose Jake Epstein. (laughs) Um, And... This is something that you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, well, you know that I'm in the hospital, right? Yes. I visited you two days, two, yesterday. Yeah, we had a blast for a long time until I felt sad. <laughs> yeah, we got to walk around the hospital grounds and it was a lovely day. It was so nice. And uh, we, we had um, Swiss chalet. Which was good for a while. In the hospital cafeteria, yep. Mm-hmm. And we uh, danced a bit. In the grass, yeah. Yeah, that was really nice. Um, but I knew that the topic was going to be Degrassi a bit ago, because we were supposed to do this like a week Last ago or weekend, something. Last yeah. But instead, I we once again just put up a sort of old episode we recorded, because <laughs> we've Spencer's had trouble recording the show as well. Or the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you've been wondering why we've, done, we've put so many old ones up. So, um, I was, I went into one of the TV rooms, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, Jake Epstein singing a song on Degrassi. Oh, was it good? He, I, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what? That's him. He's playing guitar. He, and I kind of got a bit of the storyline. It, it seemed like he kind of had a relationship with another girl who, like, continued to tour, and he's back, and now he likes uh, this girl who has, like, she's got... Uh, she's a ginger. I was going to say orange. Yeah, orange hair. <laughs> I was going yeah. to say ginger. Um, and she was like, are you sure you really like me? And then, yeah, he sang her a song. Well, I think his character arc if I recall, was he was sort of a new hot guy at the school and he was adopted by a character from the original 1980s Degrassi, Joey Jeremiah. Oh. And he's sort of suffering from bipolar disorder. And in a climactic scene, he just starts beating up his adoptive father. <gasps> yeah. Whoa. But I think that's like his first season. So like what you're seeing with this touring thing is like maybe even five or six seasons after that. Yeah, because it didn't seem very high school-like to me. Yeah. Like, they looked like they were in their own, like, he had his own apartment or something. I think they did follow those characters into, like, their university age a bit. 
Okay. Well, that's it. I didn't watch more than that. <laughs> okay, well, you do have a connection to the Degrassi franchise. It was... Uh, oh, yeah, I have another thing. Okay. Um, when I was at Wexford, so my high school, my first high school, they had a Degrassi audition. And I... It was like a little short paper, like five lines. And I remember, because at this point I had a boyfriend and I was at his house and I was like practicing. And, you know, I just was so sure that I was going to be on the show. Mm -hmm. And I was like, don't worry, I'll still be with you. Like, this is the beginning of my immense fame to be. Like, I'll start off here and then, you know, LA and I'll be in movies, sit on the couch with like, all the famous interviewers, you know, and everyone was like dressed up as best as they can, trying to look so much like teens, even though we are teens. You were all real teens, yeah. <laughs> like, like, extra teenagery, mm-hmm. bright colored clothes, <laughs> um, and yeah, I went in, and it happened so quickly. It was just barely even got a few lines out and then it was done oh uh, i didn't get a call back or anything so yeah I, that's another Tegrassi connection i guess but i'm curious to hear the one that you were gonna say next okay so the entire Degrassi franchise if you're a fan of the newer shows you might not realize that this goes back to like the late 1970s when it was created by a teacher named linda schuyler who was a grade 7 and 8 teacher at Earl Grey Senior Public School in the 70s. Whoa! And that's where you went for grade 7 and 8, right? Oh, wow. So she made Degrassi? Yeah, it started out as like a series of four like films about kids in a neighborhood, and then that evolved into a show called Kids of Degrassi Street, which then evolved into Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High in the 80s into the early 90s before it got rebooted in like the year 2001 or something, which was, you know, the Drake years. And are they still making it as a show to this day? It just, it sort of keeps getting canceled, and then it got picked up by Netflix, and I think it got canceled again, and now they've, I think they're ordering a brand new reboot for HBO Max, set to start filming this year. So it's it's closing in on being 50 years old, Degrassi, you know, the whole franchise. Holy smokes. And this show like was famous in america as well like the original i think the grassy junior high and the grassy high in the 80s became somewhat of a worldwide sensation and was aired in the united states yeah and uh this one has like much less of a sheen and i'd say you know the actors in the like 2000s era are genuinely like more better looking like a lot of them went on to have careers in hollywood and stuff but like most of the kids on the original Degrassi were just like super normal looking kids, and not and, not many continued to act. And are you you watch the one from what time period? I watched the '80s and '90s one because they would air it in syndication, like after school. Yeah. In the '90s when I was a kid, and then, and I I was I'm the same age as like Drake and Jake Epstein, so like when that rebooted, and I just loved Degrassi, so I I was super into that Drake sort of era of Degrassi. And then I fell off after that, once I went off to university. Wow. So were you, like, ha- like were you purposely trying to stay caught up with the show? Uh, yeah, yeah, until about... 
until like Drake left and all, and then they sort of had a brand new cast of kids. Huh. Cool, Eli. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Anyway, so this creator, Linda Schuyler, goes to Earl Grey Senior Public School, or she taught there, like, before your time there. But I'm actually holding my hands from a Freedom of Information request. Uh, the doctors at the psych ward actually gave me these papers when I visited. <laughs> these are letters of recommendation, your teachers and principal at Earl Grey. These are on Earl Grey Senior Public School letterhead, the same school that Linda Schuyler taught at. And... Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's hard when you're... We usually, like, look at courses you struggled with, but this was an incredible strength of yours, I guess, drama. <coughs> so do you want to hear some very positive words about yourself? I, ha- I have a feeling. One sec. Okay. Hello. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I have glasses now. Should I leave in that interruption of a nurse, or we shouldn't include her voice in this? Uh, I'll just delete it. <laughs> Yeah, you could. You could, we can say like a nurse came in. <laughs> okay. So uh, you're gonna read you these letters read. of recommendation. I don't know if it's maybe difficult. Hashtag triggering. Well, if you're feeling kind of bad about yourself, do you think this would be a negative to hear these very kind words? Yeah, but let's do it. <laughs> okay, this is from your principals on Earl Grey Stationery letterhead. Oh no. To whom it may concern. I am thrilled to have been asked to write this letter of recommendation for Spencer. Spencer is an amazing person. Rarely have I seen such energy in a child. She has a very active, creative mind and remarkable poise and confidence that belie her years. She is extraordinary to watch while performing on stage or even delivering information during our afternoon announcements. Spencer consistently demonstrates innumerable character traits, including courage and tenacity. Her family experienced a loss last year, but she overcame this emotional struggle and missed very little school coming through the experience with a starring role in her annual school musical. As mentioned above, her performance was enthralling. Her talent is so huge that she could... Yes, you gave me my glasses. Are they in there? Yeah, they're in there. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Her talent <laughs> is so huge that she could not help but outshine the other students, and we yearn to see her reappear when her character was off stage. She's a social child who thrives on relationships, but who tempers this part of her life with incredible politeness, respect, and interpersonal skills. Me, a social child? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I guess it is nice to hear if you just choose to be okay with hearing it mm-hmm. instead of being like oh i've lost everything that i was just like thanks well these are <laughs> we should say these are all letters of recommendation written when you were 12 for you to get into your um performing arts high school yes do you want to hear any more <laughs> how many more are there i've got i just got uh from your music teacher oh okay does this still record if it freezes? Spencer is the most talented actor our school has seen in the six years I have been here. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else we got? Okay. Spencer has consistently demonstrated artistry and maturity in my music class throughout grades seven and eight. She takes her academic responsibilities seriously and is organized and well prepared at all times. 
<laughs> Last year, Spencer auditioned for a part in the school musical, Mulan Jr. Wait, why is it called Mulan Jr.? Is that just a typo? No, it's not. <laughs> I never it's knew a- you called it Mulan Jr. <laughs> it's like, I think Disney how they franchise and sell like their musicals to schools oh the schools have to pay to use it Uh, yeah i I feel like they're always called junior i did not know that (laughs) her audition showed astounding preparation and confidence despite the fact that we rarely cast grade sevens in lead roles she earned the role of mushu which was the second most challenging part in the production spencer quickly spence well i'm sure mulan was a bigger part right hey Listen to this, because you've been feeling like you can't remember stuff, and that's why you've been sort of scared to go to work a bit. Spencer quickly captured the essence of her character and learned her many lines significantly faster than the other actors. She even improvised the cast out of a few mid-performance miscues. Listen, I think I know what I need to do. Go back to grade seven? Exactly. (laughs) And act circles around 12 year olds 11 year olds no i need to be 12 right now oh uh, oh maybe have more hope for the future yeah more dewy people... dewy eyed innocence yeah well you get into this performance arts high school based off these recommendations and your incredible performance is mushu which one day we will tell the full story of uh <laughs> but uh yeah, then, so your first time in a psychiatric ward like this right now was you left your performance arts high school, right? Um, I hadn't fully left yet. Okay. so you I, could... It's kind of like what is happening right now with work where it's like there's basically it was grade 10. Yeah. It was grade 10, and um, I didn't have another real leading role in this show, and yeah. I came back. For a bit of grade 11, then left. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, is everything okay? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, is that enough school talk? Enough school talk? Sure. I mean, it's nice to hear. I, I thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> you ready for your baseline knowledge of Degrassi quiz? I'm so excited to see it's only, what I know. It's only five questions. Okay, okay. And I've got a little special theme song for you. Ooh. Instead of the normal baseline theme song. And this is designed to cheer you up. Okay? Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Late in the morning, Spencer shy and lonely. Gee, she's gotta go to school. She don't think she can make it. She don't think she can take it. I wonder what she gonna do. But then she looks around and sees that someone's smiling right at her. Wait, that someone's talking to her. Hey, she's got a new friend. Everybody can't succeed, all you need is to believe and be honest with yourself. Forget your fears and doubts, come on, give us a try. As Spencer wants to know junior high. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a birthday present. It is your birthday, I'll do this. <laughs> we keep forgetting. I think we mentioned that. 
But that's the uh, Degrassi Junior High theme song from the 80s, which I adapted to your current situation in an attempt at um, solving all of your psychological problems. Oh my god, it was so good! Wow, I really am smiling. I'm going to definitely screen grab that after and listen to it, like record that part on the show and listen to it all the time. That was so sweet. Oh my gosh. Well, I hope it put a smile on your face. It really did. Oh my gosh. Now, are you ready for your five question Degrassi baseline knowledge quiz? Yes. Okay, this famous rapper appeared in a hundred episodes of Degrassi the Next Generation. This, oh, okay. That would be, and how, how many did you say? Did you say eight seasons? A hundred episodes. A hundred? Whoa. Okay, that's Drake. Drake is correct for one point. In 1992, a made-for-TV movie marked the end of the original Degrassi High series. It was also the first time a swear word was used in Canadian primetime TV. Without saying the swear word, do you know what that swear word was? Whoa! I could really hear that! Motorcycle go by! (laughs) That was so loud and clear! It was like... The motorcycle was in the microphone. Mm-hmm. Mm. To hopefully censor out the swear word you're about to say. I'm going to say, which with a B. Incorrect. It was the F word. Oh, oh it was? The very famous Darn. F word. I was going to say that, but I was like, nah. And, oh. and uncensored, it was aired unbeeped in primetime. Wow. Was that on purpose? Uh, I was reading about it, and... Maybe because Degrassi was so celebrated for, like, being realer than, like, American teenage soap operas that they were like, mm. we really need to push the envelope a bit. <sighs> okay. Number three. Degrassi became famous for casting actors to play teenagers who were actually blank. Teenagers! Teenagers, yes. Unlike shows like Dawson's Creek where they had 20-year-olds playing teenagers. Yes. All right. Censorship. So, Degrassi did air in the U.S., both the classic Degrassi from the 80s and the newer one. Once in 1990 and once in 2004, the American channels carrying Degrassi decided not to show storylines involving this, although they were aired in Canada. I am going to guess. Ooh, I have two guesses. Hmm. Ooh. Oh, which one do I say? Hmm. Um, gonna, okay, I'm going to say um, it's related to suicide. No. Is it gay? <laughs> it's, no, it is not uh, gay oh. issues, gay storylines. Darn. Darn. Sorry. It's, I shouldn't have said that one. It's okay. yeah. Abortion. Oh, why didn't I think of that? Which is a news that's request. So, that's so American. <laughs> Did not want to show it? Uh, okay, so you well, have... Because they're trying to take away all of women's rights still. Yes. They are. Yes. So why didn't I think of that? I don't know, honey. <gasps> Last question. Liberty Van Zant, a character from Degrassi Next Generation, went through a lot on the show that we won't get into, but reading her character bio, oh my god, did she go through a lot of stuff. But, like you, she also had this learning disability. 
dyslexia? Dyscalculia? Dyscalculia. She had dyscalculia? Yes. What? And if you listen to our math episode, you can hear stories about Spencer's dyscalculia and a very helpful teacher at Earl Grey Public School, which we've been discussing. And also uh, the very sad death referenced in the, uh, referen- uh, the reference letter, recommendation letter, and about playing Mushu is taught discussed too, if you want to check out our math episode. All that's in there for more background info. Oh my gosh, good job, Eli. <laughs> so you got three out of five, that's 60%. You're currently passing. Okay. All right. And the I want stakes. Hmm? <laughs> oh, we the forgot stakes. the stakes. What are the stakes if you pass? If I it? fail, yeah. I stay in here okay. forever. Forever, okay. If I pass, uh I don't know. You get to come home? Well I'm sure I can clear so... that with the doctor. Okay. Okay, those are the stakes. What were you going to say, though? I interrupted. I was going to tell you what your next test was. Oh. Um, so I was hoping to find monologues from Degrassi for you to perform dramatically, and I would grade you based on your acting ability. But I couldn't find any. But I did find one that is from the 80s about American teenagers from The Breakfast Club. Okay? Oh, I'm so bad at acting. Just uh, be believable from your heart. Believable? Oy, oy, oy. And I chose one from a character that is not like you. It's it's a male character <laughs> with maybe a more rough and tough childhood. Okay? Okay. So I'll send that to you, and we'll be right back to hear Spencer's monologue, and if she passes. And we're back. Spencer has prepared her monologue of the character Bender from... Uh, the 1980s high school movie, uh, The Breakfast Club, as played by Judd Nelson. You there, Spencer? What do you care what I think, anyway? I don't even count, right? I could disappear forever and it wouldn't make any difference. I may as well not even exist at this school, remember? And you, you don't even like me, anyway. God, you're so pathetic. Don't you ever, ever compare yourself to me, okay? You got everything, right? School wouldn't probably, would probably shut down if you didn't show up. Queenie isn't here. I like those earrings, Claire. Are those diamonds, Claire? I bet they are. Did you work for the money for those earrings, or did your daddy buy those? I bet he bought those for you. I bet those are a Christmas gift, right? You know what I got for Christmas this year? I got a carton of cigarettes. The old man grabbed me and said, Hey, smoke up, Johnny. Okay? So go home, cry to your daddy, and don't cry here. Okay? Great job, Spencer. That was very convincing. I'm going to give you a 95%. And you pass. So you get to come home. Oh, what are you going to get me for my birthday? A carton of cigarettes? Uh, yes, we still... (laughs) cry somewhere else, not in our home. (laughs) I'm not allowed to cry? Well, you said... Yeah, I haven't gotten you a birthday present yet, because you were in the hospital for it, uh, which was on Tuesday. Uh Uh-huh, great excuse, Eli. (laughs) But you you asked for a nice pillow. I did, yeah. (laughs) So I was going to get you that. Maybe take you out for dinner? Uh... I'd rather be taken out to the ball game with some... Weenies and Cracky Jacks. 
Uh, actually? No. Okay. No, 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 Do you think we can get to hear your performance of uh, this monologue? Because I'm always saying that you're good at acting, for reals. Uh, okay, I can try. <clears throat> and are you going to give me a grade of some kind? Absolutely. Well, you're the expert in drama. You went to drama mm-hmm. school, so you have to Cause actually... Because give... I'm good at making drama. Yes, right. And you have to give me some... Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. What do you care what I think anyway? I don't even count, right? I could disappear forever and it wouldn't make any difference. I may as well not even exist at this school, remember? And you, you don't like me anyway. God, you're so pathetic. Don't you ever, ever compare yourself to me, okay? You got everything and I got nothing. Rapunzel, right? School will probably shut down if you didn't show up. Queenie isn't here. I like those earrings, Claire. Are those real diamonds, Claire? I bet they are. Did you work for the money for those earrings? Or did your daddy buy those? I bet he bought those for you. I bet those are a Christmas gift, right? You know what I got for Christmas this year? It was a banner frickin' year at the old Bender family. I got a carton of cigarettes. The old man grabbed me and said, hey, smoke up, Johnny. Okay, so go home and cry to your daddy. Don't cry here, okay? Wow. I'd say the last bit really started to get cooking for me. It was pretty bad at the start and maybe pretty bad throughout. (laughs) I mean, mine was bad, but you chose to pass me. You definitely did the pauses in a correct way but it was almost Mm. too perfect um and i think i didn't like how your voice was a little higher Mm. yeah i think i I felt a bit self-conscious and embarrassed to try and do a good job to do an actual good job but I, i started to feel it when you were talking about the cigarettes that part i felt like you really let go Okay, I'll have to admit, that part about the cigarettes is something I've repeated to myself <laughs> since I was a child, when I first saw the oh, movie. Oh, really? Yeah, that, smoke them <laughs> up, Johnny! That, uh, <laughs> so, so, so it just, it comes natural to you at this point. Maybe. Well, honestly, for a cold breed, that honestly to me was better than mine, so you pass. Thanks, Benner. Spencer? You're welcome. Well... Any final words? Hoping to come home this week? Hoping to come home this week. Who knows what is in store? Hopefully good things. Hoping to feel better? Hoping to feel better. Get back to normal? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for talking to me. Thanks for keeping the show alive, Um, you sweet pea. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's called Spencer Wants to Know, but really it should be called Eli Keeps the Show. Eli wants to have a podcast for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Would you ever want to watch another uh, episode of Degrassi? Like, do you ever miss watching it? Is there an episode that you're like, you know what? I want to go take a walk down memory lane and watch with Spencer. I watched some clips, like, of the, the the 80s one, and that was so full of nostalgia. And then I was reading character bios, and it said, like, Spinner married Emma. And I was like, huh?